Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, an Olympic rowing champion ponders switching allegiance to Fiji. And Cook Islands Rugby League seek more involvement in the international game. But first, the newly elected president of the Oceania Football Confederation says his number one focus is to restore credibility and good governance to football in the region. Vanuatu's Lambert Meltok was elected for a four-year term at the weekend, having served as the OFC's acting president since early last year, following the resignation of David Chung. The former PNG Football Association president, Chung, was banned earlier this month from all football-related activities for six and a half years by the game's global governing body, FIFA, for offering and accepting gifts as well as conflicts of interest. While in 2015 the previous OFC president, Reynold Temari, was banned for eight years by FIFA after being found to have violated several ethics codes. Lambert Meltonk says he is determined to restore the credibility and governance of football in Oceania. Since last uh, election, when I decided to come inside the OFC, I made like a mission for me to, to try to, you know, to restore uh, the priorities, to restore the credibility. And the governance is my priority. So we started to work on it to try to, you know, to clean up everything. We know that FIFA is you know, considered that very seriously. And we are aware that this is a, a delicate issue. There's very critical issues. If we don't do it, if we don't commit ourselves to it, to eliminate all those problems, the chance to lose our, our confederation. This is very critical. So we are aware of this problem. So this is why I committed myself to take the responsibility to be to lead uh, to be in the last election to lead the, the, the group to really work on this right route to to dig everything out to clean up everything. So what we've done uh, since last June, we work on the on the reform. We set up a. Uh, an independent reform committee to work on the you know, on the recommendation first for the statutes because in this in our statutes there are uh, the weak uh, provisions in it that doesn't control much you know there is a, like for example there is no separation of uh, uh, political powers and uh, uh, governance powers so now this time we put in the in the reform to separate this this power. So, like uh, one good example is the new provisions that we have just uh, uh, passed in the last Congress. The the executive committees do not have power to represent their their association anymore, and they don't have they don't have right to vote in the Congress. 
And then we, we give more authority to general secretary to run the whole office instead of having the uh, president also like uh, crossing the boundary into it to make decisions. And we set up the control framework with different committees, arms to overview over, overall administration. For example, uh, now, before you get elected, like president, you have to have a eligibility committee to, you know, to view your file, if you are qualifier or not. And you have to declare your interest. You have to declare uh, anything that, that is of element of conflict of interest. And they, 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 they look at your file in your place, in your home place, what do you have, what relationship before you, you go inside. So I guess to reassure football fans in Oceania, how confident are you that these issues can be stamped out, can be stopped and how quickly do you expect that to happen because obviously there's been things that have been allowed to happen over a series of years, so how quickly do you see these changes taking effect? I think I don't think it will take long because the, the the whole legal framework we put in place, the control framework is already done. Last six last six months, it's not complete. This is why we come for the Congress to elect the new president and new members to lead the executive. So this is why you know I'm very confident with the new new members now. Like for example, you know we bring in some new one now. You have a New Zealand two inside no? inside documentary. What we want is someone like New Zealand being present uh, at the doorstep of Oceania here to oversee. They, they are in the um, what audit and he's in the audit and risk committee, and this is why we recommend him to be here and then overview the the, uh, the overall uh, operation and management of this. This is what we 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 pick new people. We put them in the right place to control and overview the whole, the whole uh, operation of OFC. This is, I'm very confident of those people that we elected today to be with me and back, you know, help me to, to move things forward and to turn the pitch in, in Oceania. And I don't, I'm, not, I'm not looking for the next four years. There has been serious problems with the previous two presidents of OFC. So how can the fans and the people in Oceania be be confident that this is a new a new beginning, a new chapter like you've talked about and Gianni talked about? We have to prove it on the field. For me, I know, I know where I come from, like Vanuatu, in the islands. The fans, the people, maybe they, can't, they have concern, but they don't worry about you know what, what is happening. They worry about what is happening, but uh, for them, football is number one. You have, you have to do to promote competition is the number one thing for for them. You have to like to bring um, help to them to promote the competition. To promote competition, the competition is the number one thing. Once you have that competition, uh, that's what they want, you know. So this is why I'm I'm thinking I'm, I'm saying that competition is the number one thing. That's the Oceania Football Confederation president Lambert Meltock. New Zealand's two-time Olympic rowing champion Mahe Drysdale is considering switching allegiance to Fiji in a bid to get to the Tokyo Olympics. 
Drysdale, who was his country's flag bearer at the Beijing and London Olympics, missed out on the single skull berth for New Zealand in this year's international season. Robbie Manson was selected ahead of him after beating Drysdale in two recent races. Rowing in New Zealand may yet allow Drysdale to compete at World Cup regattas in the single skull, as countries can enter more than one crew in events. But Drysdale told Stephen Houston that if he doesn't get the OK to do that, he may have to look elsewhere. Ideally, I'd want to go to the World Cups and, you know, just say, OK, I've, I've done that, I got well beaten and, you know, there's no shot of me uh, making that, you know, making the dice in the single or, um, you know, the, the alternative um, of, you know, I, I still do have what it takes and uh, this, is, this is still very much uh, where I, I see myself headed. So getting the nod for those World Cup spots is sort of the, the crux of it as far as you're concerned for, A, where you go in the future and, B, seeing, seeing where you're at. Yeah, that's very much, I guess, um, you know, what I'm, I'm aiming to do um, is is to be able to to row in the World Cups in the single. You know, I'm, I'm very hopeful that we can work together and be a win-win for everyone. But you know, I may still have to do it the hard way, which is uh, you know outside the program. And and you know, I am prepared to do that if if that's what it what it takes to uh, you know win a gold medal in in Tokyo. If they say no go for the World Cup, where does that leave you? Yeah, it's, that's um, obviously not ideal. Um, you know, again, there's, there's always ways around these things, and um, you know, the World Cups are open to uh, to any country. So you know, there is options there that I could, uh, as long as you're a member of a club in a country, you can you can race at the World Cups uh, with the blessing of of a um, of the national body. So if you're in New Zealand, said like completely shut the door, um, I'd have to go elsewhere and be going to, I don't know, Fiji. Um, you know, for example, you, you know, there's, there's nothing stopping me going and joining a club in Fiji and getting the Fiji and Rowing Federation to, to OK my entry to the World Cup. So, you know, that's, that's just the way that the World Cups work. Um, they're open to, to any, uh, any athlete that's, that's a member of a club in, in the country. It's much less strict, you know, for a world champs, you, you have to be a citizen of the country and, and uh, you know, you have to, uh, that's your country that you've decided. But, um, you know, for example, I could compete for Fiji at the World Cups and I could compete for New Zealand at the World Champs. Uh, something I don't want to do, um, but, you know, it's, it's something that I, I guess I'd, I'd have to look at if, um, if it all, all turned to custard. Would, would that be a big call to make? I mean, I know you, you sort of say that, the rules around the World Cup events are, are much less strict than, than the World Champs. But putting on a, a Fiji singlet, how would that feel? Oh, like I guess, I guess it's uh, you, you're doing it for a purpose, and um, you know, as I say, it's, it's by no means my um, my first first port of call. But um, you know, you you do what it what it takes if if you have to. Um, I, I don't see it as you know as as you know, for example, saying I'm going to go row for Australia. And you know, actually changing a, a complete allegiance—that's that's a whole other level, and um, you know, that's that's probably somewhere that, that I would draw the line at, at doing. That's the double Olympic rowing champion Mahe Drysdale speaking with Stephen Houston. Cook Islands Rugby League say a proposed test against Fiji in June won't go ahead because it clashes with their World Cup qualifying match against South Africa. The calendar for the 2019 International Rugby League season was released last week, which included confirmation of the inaugural Oceania Cup and a tour of the Southern Hemisphere by the Great Britain Lions. 
One of tests between Fiji and the Cook Islands had also been pencilled in for June 22nd as a curtain raiser to the Oceania Cup clash between Samoa and Papua New Guinea. But the president of Cook Islands Rugby League, Charles Carlson, says that was a mistake. We already scheduled to play South Africa for the World Cup uh, 2021 and, uh, because that's always been our priority. And uh, in fact, I was quite surprised that uh, we've been scheduled to play Fiji. So really, that's, that's not the case for us. Um, playing uh, or qualifying for the World Cup is, is a priority for us. Obviously, World Cup qualifying matches are in the schedule and the International Federation, which runs the tournament, they, they would know about them. So, so so, who was it that had Fiji to play the Cook Islands? Was that the NRL? I know they, they have the schedule for the Oceania. And, and again, uh, we, we were a bit disappointed that we weren't, we weren't part of the Oceania. Even though we, just, we were part of the discussions, but we weren't really confirmed for this year to be playing in the... Um, in that Oceania uh, Oceania Cup, and uh, so I'm not too sure where where the confusion is, but um, uh, according to the Rugby League International Federation um, uh, calendar, we were confirmed to play uh, South Africa in June, and uh, the the winner of that will progress to play against USA, and the uh, winner of that, of course, will will be in the World Cup for 2021. Yeah, and, and Cook Islands have obviously featured in the World Cup uh, a few times in, in recent tournaments. Uh, as mentioned, uh, it was tough last time because there were five Pacific teams and then it got cut to four. Uh, you, you guys do seem to be the ones that seem to get missed out and, and left out the most. I mean, it must be must be frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it is frustrating. I mean, uh, last year we were supposed to be playing in, in the Pacific Test and uh, only in the last minute to be told that... Uh, we, we don't have a game, and uh, and, and it seems to me it was, it was sort of the same thing um, uh, this week. And um, you know, we weren't part of the uh, the game for the 22nd, and all of a sudden we are part of the game on the 22nd. So um, yeah, a bit, a bit of confusing having uh, happening out there. But uh, now we're pretty focused. Uh, I, I did advise the uh, rugby league and the international federation that we'll stick to the schedule to play our World Cup qualifying on the 22nd of June. As I said, that, that is our priority to be in the World Cup. And, uh, you know, with the, the sort of players the Cook Islands can draw on, a lot of uh, players in the NRL or, or with Super League experience, uh, you'd have to feel pretty confident of your chances of getting back to the World Cup. Uh, you know, you can't take anything for granted, but uh, South Africa and USA would be two games that I imagine you you believe you could win. Definitely. We're not taking any, any game lightly, and... Um, we're going to field our very best team and make sure that we get into the World Cup. Yeah, looking forward to our first game and trying to rally up the team. And, of course, we have Tony Arrow with the Warriors who's coaching the team. So we've been working on this since last year to make sure that we have our very best team on the field. And with the last game that you played being in the 2017 Pacific Test, it must be nice to have some test matches to look forward to. This has always been... Um, you know, something we argued uh, with the uh, Asia-Pacific uh, Rugby League Federation and then our that uh, we should at least get uh, one game. You know, it's a bit unfair for us to be fronting up uh, with, with these other teams like uh, Tonga, Samoa and Fiji without the game. And, and they have games of, uh, two, at least, or two games every year and, and we don't. Uh, when we played uh, Tonga for the uh, World Cup qualifying, we were... Hugely disadvantaged because he had three games up their sleeves, and uh, that was the first time we got together. So, you know, 
Uh, you, you can't play against top teams without being uh, well prepared to, to play them. So we're, we're quite fortunate with this that all our Pacific teams have made the World Cup. And um, I'm not saying this is a much easier route, but uh, at least uh, just it gives us some breathing space to really plan well for these two games. And uh, as you say, next year Australia's touring Great Britain, which uh, leaves a vacancy in Oceania Cup Pool B. I'm, I'm sure the Cook, Cook Islands would be very keen to uh, take that up. Oh, they're definitely... Um, you know, like, like I, I said to the organisers, that um, this year, 2019, is a full schedule for us because we, we also got the, uh, the Pacific Games on this year. We're taking our women's and, and the men's. So next year will be, um, yeah, there'll be a much easier calendar for us. And um, we, we would love to be part of the Oceania. And uh, it looks like with Australia uh, travelling the uh, Great Britain, then uh, there'll be opportunity for us for the Cook to be part of this Oceania Cup. That's the Cook Islands Rugby League President Charles Carlson, and that's the Wilton Sport for this week. As always, thank you very much for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.